0: Hello everyone and welcome to another week's edition of Tim's News Explosion on this Monday the 20th of June 2022. We are live on the Wilmsfront YouTube DLive and Odyssey channels as well as the Interactive Entropy software. Uh, You can ask uh, me a direct question or even better yet send through a super chat uh, to support the show. Uh, Hello to all of the the regulars in the the chat, uh, Hadron there, uh, Brucey, and uh, also on uh, their alt account, Casho. Uh, what happened to the bearded one on Friday? Yes, uh, as I said said to you, uh, dewey has been struck down uh, by the flu. It's not COVID or monkeypox. Uh, he is still uh, yet to uh, recover, so he won't be joining me. Uh, tomorrow night. So uh, for the, the Makeup Trad Tasman talk, it'll be uh, Stephen Berry. And no, he doesn't have monkeypox. He's, he's very healthy at the moment. It is 8.30pm here in Melbourne, Victoria, where our Senate results from the federal election, were, which were declared by the Australian Electoral uh, Commission, uh, this morning, they have a, a supercomputer which uh, they feed in all the ballots and all the preferences to and then hit a button which uh, uh, generates uh, the six senators who are elected uh, for uh, six-year terms. This is from Anthony Green's election blog. Uh, so uh, re-elected at number one, Sarah Henderson of the Liberal Party, uh, then a new Labor Senator Linda White, uh, re-elected Bridget McKenzie from the National Party, Uh, Jana Stewart, another new Labor Senator, and well, it was predicted, but uh, it's still, it's still uh, unbearable. Lydia Thorpe, uh, re-elected from the Greens, but at number six, uh, the United Australia Party's Ralph Babette has been elected, uh, defeating uh, the Liberals' uh, Greg Mir- Mirabella, who is the the husband of former uh, uh, Liberal MP Sophie Mirabella. So, you know. Uh, united australia party uh, a lot of people uh predicted that uh, if they were going to win a, a senate seat anywhere it would be in victoria and uh it's official so this calls for a celebration Yes. Uh, so, and it was the. This isn't just a, a victory for uh, the United Australia Party. If uh, I go back to this is from Anthony Green's election blog. He's got the the breakdown here of the Senate uh, distribution. There was a, a lot of. Uh, a lot of uh, speculation, uh, would uh, the, uh, the the freedom voters in Victoria, would they be disciplined in their preferences? So if their preferred uh, freedom candidate didn't get up, would they preference the other freedom parties? And the answer is yes, uh, because if you have a look at the, the raw votes here uh, for the United Australia Party, only 4.1% uh, uh, there and you need 14.3% for a quota. But uh, as you uh, can see here, uh, with especially with the exclusion of uh, David Limbrick uh, from the, the Liberal Democrats and Warren Pickering from uh, the One Nation Party was able to easily leapfrog uh, both the ALP uh, third candidate and uh, also uh, Greg Mirabella there, and uh, Pauline Hanson was uh, re-elected as a, a senator for Queensland, uh, th- uh, thanks to uh, UAP preferences from Clive Palmer, who was running as the, the candidate up there. So uh, both the uh, the election of Ralph Babette in Victoria and the re-election of Pauline Hanson up in Queensland, their victories for the the broader uh, freedom. Movement and it shows that there was uh, enough of a, a freedom vote in Victoria and Queensland uh, to get uh, Pauline Hanson and Ralph Bavette over the line. But uh, unfortunately, nice dancing, buddy. Yeah, well, it's one. It's probably the most catchy uh, election jingles of all time. That's my kind of party. It goes for four minutes. That was nice of Clive. Yes, it was. So I know that there has been a lot of uh, as m- mockery of, oh, Clive, you spent $100 million but only got uh, one senator. But those sorts of people, they're still on the inside very salty and triggered that uh, especially Victoria elected a United Australia Party senator. They'd prefer... Uh, zero, but yes, uh, Clive he helped reelect Pauline Hanson, and uh, got a senator up in Victoria, and it wasn't just the the, the money, but it was also the grassroots effort uh, that uh, uh, that uh, United Australia Party had. Uh, all around Australia, that uh, that, that helped uh, increase the the vote and get Ralph Babbett up in Victoria. Uh, Andy Nolch, uh, you saw him on election night. He was with his uh, UAP uh, gear. He'd been uh, out out on the out on the polls that day. Perhaps Clive had too many of Pauline's fried uh, fish and chips. Well, uh, what is it? Uh, I'm sure Clive, he enjoys all sorts of uh, Australian delicacies. But uh, the sad reality is that uh, the Australian left will have a working majority in the Senate. Uh, So Labor has 26 senators, the Greens have 12, and uh, so that makes 38 out of 56. And David Pocock, the former uh, rugby union uh, wallaby, uh, elected as an independent in the ACT. He's described as a teal, but he's pretty much a, 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 a green in his ideology. So Labor, Greens plus uh, David Pocock, uh, that's 39 out of 76. So Labor has a majority in the lower house and they can uh, get uh, Labor and David Pocock 39 in the Senate. Or the, the other route to passing their legislation is if the if the coalition agrees, they've got 32 senators now. There's obviously two One Nation. Jackie Lambie's got a mate in the Senate now in uh, uh, Tammy Tyrrell. And uh, then uh, there is obviously uh, Ralph Babette as well uh, on the the crossbench as well. Uh, This Saturday in Victoria, it was announced... Uh, this past saturday uh so coming in well the the the, the technical time so what is that uh on uh, from 11:59 uh p.m. on uh, on friday the 24th of june uh, the vaccine mandates will finally come off uh, for most workers, uh, but uh, the triple jab mandate uh, will still uh, apply apply to workers in healthcare, age and disability care, emergency and custodial services. That includes uh, police, but uh, teachers uh, in Victoria uh, who are unjabbed will now be able to to go back uh, to the classroom. For uh, some of those victorians who chose uh, for their own health and personal reasons to get jabbed uh, this is also a, a psychological warfare win against uh, Dan Andrews as of course he he vowed uh, vowed this last year when he was uh, talking about how long the the jab mandates would last.
1: I'm not going to say to someone oh look just wait us out will you just 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 wait four or five weeks and then you'll be able to go to the pub no if you make the judgment to not get vaccinated and you reckon you can wait out us or the publican or whoever you want to think you're waiting out. You won't wait out the virus because the virus will be here for a long time.
0: Well, uh, Dan was right that the the virus, obviously, it's still with us, but it's in, in, infecting both the, the jabbed and, and unjabbed there. So... Uh, I know people both jabbed and unjabbed who've have got the, who've had uh, COVID and they've all made a full uh, recovery. Uh, Mel Ann, one of the, the Freedom uh, activists in Melbourne, she tweeted, Dan said the unvaccinated can't just sit around and wait this thing out. Guess what, arsehole? We absolutely can and we did. Go fuck yourself. Uh, Blair Cottrell on Gab had a, a different uh, point of view. He, uh, he, he said that uh, people had been congratulating him for waiting it out. He says he didn't wait anything out. Waiting it out implies that I took at least part of the story seriously, which I didn't. I never read any of Andrew's press releases. To me, there was never any pandemic. Uh, there was never a vax mandate and it was all just words coming from the TV. Words on a screen, words on a paper. I never read or listened to any of it so yes uh the the passports uh they went a couple of months back and now most of the mandates uh, have gone I uh, now with uh, the masks at airports so you you don't have to wear masks in the the airport terminals and like at the what is that those cafes and 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 uh those luggage and travel things at the airport, but you still have to wear them on the planes, and of course, uh, public transport, and age, and uh, in in hospitals. So. In all the other states and territories, uh, you don't have to wear them at the airport. But uh, for some reason in Victoria, you have to wait at Melbourne Airport until next Saturday to, to take off. Because of course the science has always been a bit uh, uh, different uh, in uh, Victoria, as uh, we've come to come to know. Now going over to the the United States, and obviously I had uh, Nick Holt on last uh, Thursday on Wilmsfront to talk about the January 6th Resurrection Show. But uh, on Thursday evening, uh, US time, there was the Late Insurrection Show with uh, Stephen Colbert. Uh, so there was uh, seven uh, members of his uh, production team who were arrested, a at the, the U.S. Capitol after hours on Thursday night uh, without an escort or with uh, uh, proper credentials. Uh, so it says that approximately 8.30 p.m. on June 16th, 2022, U.S. Capitol Police received a call from a disturbance in the Longwarry House Office Building. Responding officers observe, uh, officers observed seven individuals unescored and without congressional ID. And so they, they were charged with unlawful entry. This is an active in criminal investigation, which may result in additional criminal charges after consultation with the US attorney uh, attorney there. So, yes, uh, this is, uh, uh, by, uh, by the, the Democrats and the mainstream media's uh, definition, an insurrection, I'll let Tucker Carlson uh, explain it better than probably
1: I can. This is almost beyond belief, but just before this show aired, we learned that last night producers for Stephen Colbert's show on CBS committed insurrection at the United States Capitol. Adam Schiff, the congressman from California who has spent the last year and a half telling you that unauthorized violations of capital space are a coup, Adam Schiff illegally gave producers from CBS access to the Capitol. And then the group, which includes the show's senior producer, director, comedian, and writer, remained in the Houseworth, Longworth House office building after hours. And the point of them being there was for them to harass sitting members of Congress. Marjorie Taylor Greene, Lauren Bobert. U.S. Capitol Police say they got a call about a disturbance at about 8.30 p.m. They told us, quote, responding officers observed seven individuals unescorted and without congressional ID in a sixth floor hallway. Officers then arrested them and charged them with unlawful entry into the Capitol complex. Now, that's the exact same charge that many January 6th defendants face. We'll just get right to it. It is likely that some members of Stephen Colbert's team will be held in solitary confinement for a year and a half without being charged. Why? Because this is an insurrection. And actually, joking aside, how could they not be held for a year and a half in solitary confinement without being charged? Because the precedent is in place. And how in the world can Adam Schiff, again, who spent the last year and a half eliminating the civil liberties of Trump voters on the basis of January 6th, do the exact same thing and not face punishment? We're going to tell jokes about, it. oh, it's like Pearl Harbor. No, it's exactly like what happened on January 6th. So we'll take a close look at what the punishments are. Liz Cheney, call your office. You've got another committee to impanel. Adam Kinzinger is crying at the thought. We'll stay the story.
0: Uh, so June 16th, 2022, a day that will live in infamy in the, the history of the the United States, this is probably up there with Watergate. Uh, the the Watergate uh, break in into the Democratic National Committee headquarters happened almost uh, fifty years to the exact time uh, that uh, Colbert's uh, producers were illegally inside the the Capitol. Uh, it happened on uh, just after uh, a bit after midnight, uh, June seventeenth. Uh, nineteen seventy two uh the Watergate uh, break-in. And how do we know that uh, the, the uh, that uh, the 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 Colbert production team this is why there needs to be a full investigation because they were what is it banging on the doors of uh, uh, the uh, House Minority Leader, uh, Kevin McCarthy and uh, Maga uh, Republican congresswoman. Lauren Bobert how, how do we know that they weren't uh doing what the the, the Watergate uh, burglars uh, were trying to do such as just as wiretapping I mean uh could, it could could this have been some operation to to wiretap Lauren Boebert's office in in hope that uh, they could uh, get her on tape uh, confessing that she'd had two abortions and used to work as a, a prostitute these are the things that need to be in, investigated by a a June uh 16th. A commission, or at, at least a, a house subcommittee, there. So we need to get to the bottom of this. Uh, CBS, uh, which is the network that the the late show airs on, actually had uh, a, a, a what is a Watergate special on 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 Friday Friday night uh, that aired. <laughs> Little did they know that uh, uh, their their late show production team was. Uh, was committing a similar style uh illegal entry uh into a government building there now of course uh with the the, the watergate uh break-in it went all the way up to the, the 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 white house president richard nixon resigned in 1974 how do we know that uh because it was adam schiff that uh, let in the the colbert uh production team how do we know that this uh uh, doesn't go all the way to the 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 White House and 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 Joe Biden, Colbert Gate. I mean, we, this this is why we need further investigation. And uh, I wonder if the the Washington Post uh, will they uh, will, will they. Uh, uncover this uh have a, a deep throat although they're probably at uh, that name deep throat is uh very uh inappropriate uh, these days and now joe biden to well perhaps uh I, I get away from the colbert gate uh, scandal uh he is on a weekend away an anniversary weekend with his wife uh, uh jill and uh obviously things are going uh, things are going uh what is it off the off, off off wheels the wheels have come off the the biden administration with inflation and uh and obviously all the other uh shortages that are going on in the the u.s but uh joe biden's wheels literally uh came down uh when he was cycling Now Biden was he was stationary, like he'd, he his his bike had uh, pulled up, and then he just just fell sideways on the ground. There, uh, he's this uh, lady of Charlotte says he's a senile vegetable. He probably needs training wheels uh, next time uh, that uh, uh, that he goes uh, bicycle riding. Now he's he's okay. Uh, which which is good because uh, well uh, we don't want uh, president uh, Kamala Harris but uh, in all seriousness uh, we shouldn't joke about this because this is uh, this is uh, a bullying a, a poor old man and Camilla uh, Harris herself is uh, overseeing the Ministry of Truth 2.0 this is what Rod Lampard has called it uh, over at uh, cauldron, Pe- uh, cauldron pool so uh we have here that uh, the Biden White House is committing to better understanding and addressing the nexus between online misogyny and radicalization to violence announcing a joint task force to fight against what the White House called online harassment and abuse. Vice President Kamala Harris preached a 1600 word intersectionality uh, sermon in which she repeated White House talking points. And talks up her own achievements, which there there aren't many. So yes, a, a and uh, what is it? We we have uh, already have this type of uh, ministry of truth in Australia with our e safety commissioner, and what was it? The re-elected Morrison government wanted to empower the the e safety uh, c- uh, commissioner to. I uh, force uh, social media companies to take down more misinformation. Lady of Shell, look out for incels everywhere. Yes. Uh, I mean, just look at, uh, what is it, uh, Andy Nolch, like starts off with anti-feminism, then you're, is it, uh, uh, spray, uh, a spray painting a giant penis on a, a field next to a, a murder, murder and rape victim memorial there. Now, the boat people, uh, the uh, people smugglers, I should say, they're testing the new uh, Albanese uh, government. Uh, So the fourth uh, illegal uh, boat uh, that uh, has attempted to uh, get to Australia's shores from Sri Lanka uh, was turned around and uh, they were... uh, put back to to Christmas Island and then on a plane back to Sri Lanka. Sri Lanka is broke with uh, food and fuel uh, shortages. So there's probably going to be many uh, uh, Sri Lankans, both Tamil and Sinhalese, who are probably going to try and flee uh, Sri Lanka. Uh, but uh, so far, the, uh, the annual government has, uh, is, is holding its nerve and uh, turning these boats around. Uh, the new Home Affairs Minister, Claire O'Neill, is off, uh, has arrived in Sri Lanka uh, to, to, to talk about, uh, uh, to prevent these uh, people uh, trying to get to uh, Australia in the first, first place. Uh, but uh, over in the, the UK... Uh, the 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 uh, illegal uh, boat arrivals uh, they ha- uh, 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 they've never been stopped. Well, the UK government they've come up with uh, a proposition to deter uh, illegal boat arrivals. They're called not uh, boat uh, boat people there, but dinky divers, and they get put up in in five stars ho- hotels in the the UK for free at the, the UK taxpayer expenses and uh, the people who, the the local UK people who pay a lot of money to be in these five-star hotels, uh, they uh, all of a sudden you see that there's all of these, uh, I, what is it, the middle-aged uh, working uh, men, uh, 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 Who've have just got just got off a boat in the the English Channel? They're they're all of a sudden sharing sharing the the hotel complex with them. Uh, so the the Johnson uh, government and uh, and uh, the Home Secretary uh, Prithi Patel they, uh, they they proposed a Rwandan solution. Uh, obviously, in Australia, uh, to uh, under John Howard's prime ministership, uh, stopping the boats uh was achieved with what was called the Pacific solution uh with uh offshore pro- uh, processing. Lady of Charlotte says all the hotels in the UK are booked up for months in advance. And uh, was that Mad Pyman says Bono and Bojo found friends in in Ukraine. Yeah, there's always a, a always time for a stop off. Uh, any leader uh, to to go in Ukraine with uh, uh, Zelensky. Uh, now there there was a a uh, the the first plane to to resettle uh, illegal uh, dinky divers in the in the UK uh, to Rwanda. It was about to uh, jettison. Fly jet set off to Rwanda. I don't know why they chose Rwanda. It's not like it's <laughs> it's pretty far away. Uh, but uh, what happened was that the European Court of Human Rights a uh, there was a last minute ruling by a lone out of hours duty judge who uh, who uh, struck struck this down uh, that said that it uh, violated what is it, Article Eight of the european covenant of human rights uh, to a family or private uh life and now nigel farage made a video which a lot of because uh, a lot of U- uk people are perplexed like how how is this possible didn't we leave the the european union uh but uh this uh european court of human rights and european covenant of human rights it's actually uh administered by another European body called the Council for Europe, which the UK is still part of. The Brexit referendum was to uh, get out of the European Union, not the the Council uh, for Europe. Uh, so the Home Sec, uh, sorry, the uh, uh, Justice uh, Secretary uh, Dominic Raab, he's proposed a a British uh, Bill of rights to to give British courts greater powers to limit interventions by European judges or you could just leave the council uh, for Europe so it's aimed to restrict uh, this article 8 there uh no doubt when this is passed there'll be another uh European court challenge and we'll we'll see uh, what happens then though it's pretty difficult for any uh, uh, UK resident to, to fly uh, out of uh, the UK for a, a summer summer holiday uh, because of the, the baggage backlog at uh, airports. This is the baggage backlog at Heathrow Airport. See, no one's going anywhere. We've got school holidays starting in Australia at week's end. Uh, Qantas, uh, Uh, Alan Joyce, uh, CEO, has said that uh, uh, we're confident this uh, school holiday uh, flying uh, 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 flights uh, will run more smoothly, although Qantas still has their their jab uh, mandate for passengers uh, still uh, in place that uh, should be noted uh, as well. But we shall see if there's any of that sort of uh, airport chaos. I mean, look at that, uh, that uh, will... Uh, we'll we'll will come in uh, come to Australia in the, the next fortnight. Uh, now, even though uh, they they couldn't get uh, a boatload of or oh, oh, it's, it's a plane load of uh, illegal boat people to to fly to Rwanda, the the Home Secretary, uh, Priti Patel, was able to sign off on the extradition of uh, Australian journalist and WikiLeaks founder. Uh, Julian Assange to to the United States to to face all those uh, trumped up charges of spying, espionage, sedition, even though he's an Australian. And so he can't be accused of any so called disloyalty to to the United States. Now, the the Albanese uh, government, because uh, Anthony Albanese, uh, he said uh, in opposition that he wanted to bring Assange home because uh, this had gone on for, for too long. He's been in some form of custody, whether it be in the uh, Ecuadorian embassy uh, or well in solitary confinement uh, for the past uh, 10 years. So this was in the, uh, the Sunday 9 newspapers that... Uh, the federal government is lobbying us counterparts behind the scenes to secure the freedom of julian uh, assange uh and so we shall see i mean the deep state u.s deep state has been after him for 10 years and not even donald trump felt that he could get away uh with uh pardoning uh uh, julian assange as and uh there was, uh, obviously, this was many years back uh, uh, John Howard uh, secured uh, the what is it, uh, eventual return and release of uh, uh, Australian terrorist uh, David Hicks. and but yet uh, and uh, an Australian whose only crime is uh, exposing secrets the the US deep state uh, didn't want uh, revealed. Uh, he's been wasting away for 10 years and uh, it's good that in australia that this is a uh, that there's uh, people, uh, mps on on both sides who want to to free julian assange and 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 bringing him home uh so anthony albanese keeping with his uh election commitment uh, George Christensen, when he was an MP, travelled to the UK with independent Andrew Wilkie uh, to see Julian Assange in, in custody. Uh, George Christensen, he was lobbying for Trump to, to pardon him. And Albanese uh, is also being lobbied by his uh, is, backbench to, to free Julian Assange and, and bring him home. Uh, Julian Hill, a, a Victorian uh Labor federal backbencher. He's uh a clown, ninety-nine percent of the time, but he's hundred percent right here. He tweeted last week, and you can see that I love these tweets. Appalling decision by UK Home Secretary to extradite Julian Assange, an Australian citizen of the USA, Manning, who leaked classified material exposing US war crimes, has been pardoned. Yet Assange, who published it, a journalistic activity, is facing an effective death sentence. There can never be a legal solution to this case. It, it is inherently political. Political cases should never be the subject of extradition. We. Should should speak up for a fellow Australian and request the charges be dropped and he not be extradited. Well, it's good to see a uh, Victorian Labor federal MP advocating for the human rights and freedom of at least one Australian. And uh, uh, that brings me towards the, the back end of the show. Uh, Last night, the TV Week Logie Awards returned after a three-year hiatus. Uh, they were cancelled completely in 2020 and 2021. There wasn't even a virtual ceremony uh, with awards. There, there were just no awards given out for the past uh, three years. They took place at uh, at uh, Star. Uh, what is it? Uh, Star, uh, Star on the the Gold Coast. Uh, 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 moved from crown uh from Melbourne where it was originally for uh many years uh Hamish Blake won the the gold loki but uh, the 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 red carpet uh winner uh, was uh, Richard wilkins son Christian uh Wilkins who uh, wore this uh backless dress on the the red carpet there so there he is there so because uh yes yeah, richard wilkins he's been around forever he's 68 years old now so yep that's 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 his son's uh, dress there i guess if you if your father's been hanging around with all of these uh, hollywood types uh, for for 40 years there their influence is probably going to to rub off uh, on uh your son in that way there so i will see you all tomorrow night for trad tasman talk uh with uh stephen berry uh we wish uh a a, well it's obviously he's been slower to recover uh than he would have liked uh, but we hope that he gets uh much, much well uh, soon. So uh, Stephen has uh, moved. So he's just got his internet uh, hooked up. Uh, so it'll be at the later time of 7.30pm Melbourne time, which is 9.30pm Auckland time on the Unshackled and Mr. Barry, Mr. Barry YouTube channel. We'll cover uh, a lot of the news that I didn't have time to, to cover tonight, including uh, the Victorian Greens and uh, extremism, and the $25 million Aboriginal flag on the uh, Sydney Harbour Bridge as the, the New South Wales budget is handed down uh, tomorrow. Uh, so thank you, all of you, uh, for watching. Uh, there is a super chat over on Entropy from Pete for 5 Australian dollars. It says, hey, Tim, can you do a video on maybe Odyssey or BitChute on the growing in? Influence of the Anti-Defamation Commission, Australian equivalent of the the ADL. Yes, uh, I know that uh, Davir uh, Abramovich. He is uh, he, he he is the the main uh, championer of the 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 swastika bans, uh, which are, are currently being legislated. Uh, all around uh australia is probably one of the one uh, probably the nation's uh biggest uh snowflake uh i always give an update uh if there's if there's anything to any, any anything to to say about uh uh what uh de vere is is triggered about uh <laughs> triggered about it at various times or uh, Pete, yes, uh, I just read it out. So thank you very much for that super chat, uh, Pete. Uh, it's uh, very much appreciated. Uh, so I'll see you all tomorrow night. There'll be no uh, Wilms front. Uh, this uh, Thursday evening. I don't know whether uh, there'll be another Trad Tasman talk on Friday. Might do, because we've been very sporadic lately because it's either been Stephen sick or moving and now right. a, uh sick. So it might do, because there hasn't been one for two weeks now. Might have another one later in the week. And uh, also my fi- final message is uh, leave Jordan Digoy and uh, Bailey Smith Alone. Good night, everybody. Tim's news explosion. 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 Tim's news explosion.